Hey, everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today. Hey, everybody, before we get into this week's episode, go ahead and check out the new website and new logo for this show, theconfessionalspodcast.com. That hasn't changed. Just the look and vibe has changed. And if you're a member, it definitely is something you should check out because you have a brand new members portal, which will take you to everything your heart desires. All right, friends, let's get to this week's member episode. Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves, he's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website and hit the contact section, and you can reach me that way as well. Either works for me, just get a hold of me. Listen, friends, we have a great members episode coming up for you today. We have Nis coming on the show. And Nis back in 2016, relocated from Toronto, Canada to Belize. That's a big cultural shift. And what really shifted was her perspectives because she started having these experiences with UFOs in the sky and then they started interacting with her. And then she starts seeing these portals like these slits that open up in the sky and these crafts come in and out of it. That sounds familiar. But not only that is she starts discovering these historical landmarks that have artifacts on it from the Mayan ruins. All these together really weaves a compelling narrative from the past to the present as to what's going on in today's world with all this UFO phenomenon, this interdimensional aspect. It's becoming very real in today's world, and her story really lines up with all this. So let's get to Nis right now. All right, today we have Nis on the show. Nis, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Doing well, doing well. So uh, for the audience to understand, uh, you are in Belize. 
And uh, yes, I think your story is very, very interesting. Uh, it's multi-layered. And if I remember correctly, uh, I, I guess you'll get into it and stuff, but you started out in Canada and worked your way south, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. So um, I would uh, like for you to kind of just open it up here and start sharing with us your experience that has a lot to do with UFOs, um, downloads that you received, and uh, a lot of mysterious things that not just you, but other people around you have experienced. So uh, without any further ado, please take it away and uh, start sharing with us this experience on how you got to where you're at today. Okay, great. Well, first, thanks for having me on your show. Um, I'm really excited to actually share my story. It's been a couple of years. So this started in 2016. I came from Toronto. I won't get into all the the realizations and the awakenings I had there because the UFO experiences weren't there. But due to a series of events and awakenings, I decided to change my life and for some reason just wanted to move to Belize. So 2016, I made that happen. I came here September 2016, and within it was October 28th that I had my first, um, I guess, UFO experience. It was kind of a mild one. So I'd been living here um, for just over a month. It was like towards the end of the September that I had moved here, and I had moved to Corozal. And just for context, I'll tell you my purpose for uh, for moving here, so you know um, maybe why things were happening in the way they were happening. I had um, several years before I'd gone vegan and I, it wasn't aligning with my lifestyle there. And I wanted to change my whole life and just move here and have a simple life and just, you know, maybe hold some vegan retreats and um, have a little home and just, you know, near the beach, that sort of thing. So that was my intention. So I'd moved here and it was kind of a, a quiet time in the beginning, but I did have a couple of friends um, at different times when I'd moved here um, kind of join me for that first month. And so I didn't really experience being here alone yet. So the first time I was actually here, it was one of my first nights of being here alone in my house by myself. And uh, the way my house is set up, there's a back deck. Um, this isn't the house I live in anymore. I, I've moved from there since. But at the time, there was a back deck that I ended up using as a yoga deck. It's fully screened in with the roof. And then there is another deck on that's just off of that. And it's like an eight by eight deck that's a, an open air deck just for context, because that's where all my sightings, most of them had occurred. So I was sitting on my back deck, which is all screened in slash yoga studio area. And I was just, you know, looking outside and I can kind of see the stars and uh, above the trees. And um, I'm just sitting there and a uh, light catches my eye. And it was kind of round, almond shape-ish. And I see it go across the sky and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then it was gone. Then it came back again. And I'm like, what is this spotlight? So I got up and I went out to the outside deck and I was just watching it. And then it came back again. The weird thing about it was that it was in the clouds and it didn't actually have a beam of light coming out of it, but it was like a spotlight in the clouds. And then it just kept going back and forth. And I was just watching. It was kind of entertaining. But then I saw another one and then a third one. And they kind of started chasing each other in the clouds. And I kind of started to get a little bit freaked out. So I got off the back porch and went inside to the screened-in area and I was watching them from there. And I just watched them kind of just like spinning around, chasing each other. And then they all went into, and this was like in the clouds, like right above my house. And I couldn't gauge the size of them, but um, from where I was in the distance, like it looked like this size, but way up high. They all were chasing each other and then they would all go into one. And it was just like this, this light 
almond-shaped light in the clouds. They'd go all into one, and then one would come shooting out of it, come really close to my house, get really big, and then shoot back into that one. And then the next one would come out, and then the next one. And then they were doing it really fast, where all three of them, I could just see them spinning really fast, coming really close to my house, where it seemed like it was coming at my house, and I started to get a little freaked out, and then go back into the one. And I just kept watching this for a while. And then eventually I didn't feel freaked out anymore. I kind of felt calm. And eventually for some reason, I felt like they were welcoming me. And I don't know why I had this overwhelming feeling like, I think maybe I'm being welcomed. Like it was almost like this dance thing and they were playing. And this went on for a long time, but I don't remember how it ended or when it ended or when I went to bed or woke up. I just know it ended and I woke up the next day and I was like, wow, that was really cool. So I was telling a neighbor of mine who lives about a mile away same neighborhood uh, about this event. He was like, oh, well, in Mexico, there's a, our border town called Chenamal. They have a spotlight near the water. He said, that's what you were seeing. And I was like, well, that's kind of far away. I don't know that it would be right over my house. And I didn't actually see beams like a spotlight. It was in the clouds. But that's, you know, he just brushed it off as that. I was like, okay, well, I'm new here. So I don't know. And then eventually I saw the spotlights he was talking about. And it couldn't have been that because they were way, way, way in the distance. And when you look from where I am, you can see this little spotlight going like this, like way down here. But the lights that I, like down here, and the lights that I was seeing were way up here, just above my house and coming really close. So I was like, okay, that didn't explain it. But then that was that. Nothing happened. That was 2016. Fast forward two years later. I had no experiences in that time. But within that time... I had opened up my retreat center and I had also added some tiny homes to my property and people had privately owned them. And, you know, we had a restaurant there and we were holding retreats. So, you know, it was just business as usual kind of thing opened up. And two years later, Halloween, not Halloween day, but leading up to Halloween. So almost to like the anniversary of this event, 2018, I was holding a retreat and it was an all female retreat. And during it, it was like, we called it a goddess retreat and um, it was, we were doing a Halloween, little Halloween event. But um, leading up to that, um, we were having a little cacao ceremony and we were all sharing stories and stuff. And we started talking about UFOs and um, experiences. And I mentioned my experience back then. And I remember saying to the girls, I know, like, I know what I saw. It wasn't, uh, wasn't spotlights. I know what I saw. And then, so it was kind of like we, I brought it back out in the open. We were having a conversation. Everyone's kind of sharing some cool stories. And then I think it was actually later that night or it was the next night, everybody had gone to their, their quarters, their rooms and whatever. And I had gone out to the outer deck and I kind of, I just looked up at the sky and I asked the sky, like, where did you go? Why haven't you been back? Like, I remember that experience that, and I know what I thought was not spotlights. So I just asked the sky that, and as I asked the sky that it was like, I opened up something and an orb came from like the North area overhead and, and just crossing over me. And I'm watching it and it's moving steadily. And then it, and the moon was out that night. I remember that because it stopped. It, was, it seemed really close, like within our atmosphere, not close to the moon, like closer to me. And then it stopped, but I could see like the distance stopping under the moon. And it just sat there for probably a few minutes. And I just stared at it and felt like it was staring at me and it was just sitting there. And then it continued. So again, I felt like, okay, that was a sign of something. So Nothing else. Well, a few other things happened, but I'm not going to get into them because they weren't UFO experiences, but just during that retreat, it's for a, another time. Um, but then that retreat was over. And then we fast forward to November 16th. So this is just a couple of weeks later after Halloween. Um, a woman that was living in one of the tiny homes on the property who, run, who was running the restaurant at the time, her name is Annette. 
she and I were just getting together for a little cacao drink after the restaurant was closing. And I think it might've been last day of a retreat. I can't remember the situation, but we were just getting together and it was like 5.45 or six o'clock in the evening. She was meeting me on my back deck and we're sitting on floor cushions. And the way it was set up is I was sitting where I'm staring outwards and she's sitting here to my left, kind of staring, you know, long ways, the deck is long ways this way. And then outwards would be the screen here where I'm looking out at the sky. So we're sitting, we're talking and she's telling me whatever she's telling me. And a light catches my eye outside in the clouds. And then, so she's talking, I don't want to interrupt her, but it does it again. And immediately I'm like, I know that light. I saw that two years ago in my head. I'm thinking this as she's telling her story. And then it happens again. And I see a double one. And I just, I had to stop her at that point. I'm like, hang on one sec. There's something going on in the sky. We got to go check it out. So she turns around. We're both looking at the screen and then we both see it. We're like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. You saw that. I saw it too. So we stand up, we go stand at the screen. We're looking out, we're watching this and nothing's happening. And then I see, sorry, I just have to fix this for a sec. I see this, um, you know how I was saying the, the almond shaped lights. Well, this was a flat disc, like just a flat light, like just disc in the cloud. And I saw it like it was dim and then it got brighter. And I said to her, do you see that? And as soon as she said, yeah, I do see it. It, I can't do it fast enough, but it did this thing. Like, I don't know, like the Jetsons where it just went really fast. This light went shot up and then to the side and then just disappeared. Like it got startled that we saw it, but then the lights, they all came out and they started playing and they were playing in the clouds. So she was seeing what I had seen two years earlier. And we both knew this was not spotlights. So we went out to the outside deck and we watched this light show in the scout in the clouds for, I don't know how long but probably maybe an hour or so. And then eventually, you know, it was just the same show. And eventually she went home. This is where I got mixed up and I thought she stayed, but the second night is when she stayed. So she went home and I continued watching this light show in the sky because I was mesmerized by it. And it had gone long enough that she was like, okay, I'm going to go home now, go to bed. And as I was watching it, this weird effect started to come over me like this frequency and I can't really explain it, but like the sound. And I started to, there was, they were all kind of congregating to, this area of the sky, which was more kind of Northeast. So I'm like looking in this direction and they're over here and the lights are going crazy in the clouds. And it's always when there's clouds out, it seems that I see these lights playing in them. And then I see these sparkler like lights, like, um, you know, like a sparkler, like, um, uh, like firecrackers with sparklers. And yeah. then they have the lights coming, like shooting out red and gold or white. So it was like red and white or red and gold shooting out like a sparkler and these lights are playing in the clouds around these sparkler lights. I don't know if I'm explaining this well. Can you picture this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I just, I'm trying to explain it to where you can actually envision it. And then these lights, the sparkler lights are getting more and more and more intense. And all of a sudden, as they're getting more intense, I can see beyond them that this gun metal steel um, form is there and I'm trying to make out what it is, but I'm freaked out. Cause I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Everything's like just crazy right now. So I can't really focus. I see all the lights. I see something behind it. I know it's a craft of some sort. Like I'm realizing that I'm looking at a craft and all of a sudden it appears the lights stop like flickering beside it. And I could see it more clearly and they're flickering under it and it's lowering itself to the ground. And then, but there's trees in the distance and then it disappears behind the trees and then all the dancing lights all disappear and everything's done. And I didn't, I was just like, I don't know what I just saw. So I was trying to, the next day I was trying to explain it to Annette, but I couldn't really, I was like, it was happening so fast. I saw a craft, it looked round. 
I don't know. There was something in the middle, but I couldn't really figure it out. So that night, same thing around the same time, those dancing lights came out in the clouds. So this is November 17th now. So I call Annette over and I'm like, you got to come see this. The, the lights are back. So she comes and we're just watching and watching. And then literally, I'm sure it was the same time that night that we see the lights again, the sparkler lights, but this time they weren't red and, and gold or red and white, whatever that color is. They were just white, white or gold, like a, like street light color, but sparklers. So the dancing lights are in the clouds. Those almond shaped lights are all dancing. And in the exact same spot, and I'm sure the exact same time the next night, these sparkler lights are flickering. And this time I was ready. I was like, I'm going to focus and I'm going to figure out what this, like, I'm going to, I'm watching. And we could hear this frequency. It's like, I can't really explain. It's like a high frequency. We can both hear it. We're like, what's going on? And we're watching this thing and it appears. And I can see it was like this egg-shaped, either oval or egg-shaped. I feel like it was egg-shaped gunmetal craft with black squares all around the middle. But I couldn't tell how wide how much wider than the craft, the middle part went, but I think the black squares might've been windows. And then when I see the sparklers, it's like it flashes a light. That's what it is. When the sparklers are flashing, you could see flashes of light. So it lights up the craft. That's why I couldn't really make out what it is because it goes dark. And then as the lights are flashing, it's lighting it up. And then I see black squares Mm -hmm. all along the middle. It's doing the exact same thing. It's lowering itself up down to the earth and disappears behind the trees. And we're both holding our ears and then we look at each other and we're freaked out and we're just like, what? Cause it was just like, like the screeching high frequency that I can't really explain. Everything stopped. And then that was that for that night. And we were like, wow, I can't believe we saw. And we tried to tell everybody we're like, yeah, it's like, we saw it. Like we're trying to explain what we saw and people were, I mean, I guess it's, people don't believe that. Well, some people did. And then you've got your neighbor who's like, oh, you didn't see that. You didn't see that. And then you kind of get bored of telling the story because people are like, they have to see it for themselves to understand it, which I get. Cause I don't know if I would have really grasped that. That's kind of crazy. So that happened. And then I had somebody, uh, staying at my place shortly after that. And I was telling them, well, we were telling them what had happened. And uh, during that time that they were staying there, every night I would probably see like orbs going by or stuff like that. But I didn't see anything like that of the sort for another couple of, for another little while. So a couple of weeks goes by and it's just like a little bit of orb action here and there, but no crafts. But I had somebody staying at my place and still some weird stuff was kind of happening just around my place. Um, and I, one night I had gone to bed and this had, um, I'd woken up in the middle of the night. My dog had to go out to pee, my dog Jake. And so I, he kind of just, it was like a sudden wake up and I woke up too soon and I'd realized I'd wake, woken up out of what was a dream, but it wasn't a dream. I'm like, okay, I got to let Jake out. But at the same time, I was waking up from a situation where I was sitting at the head of a board table. It was this long oval table and there was all these narrow, tall people in um, white lab coats and I think black turtlenecks and they had white faces that were just no no features, just like white flat out faces. And they're all really narrow and they're sitting around this boardroom table. And they had just given me the answer to the universe. Because when I woke up and I I was still half asleep and I'm like, oh, got to go open the door for Jake. And I was like, oh my God, I have to write this down. I have to write this down. It was literally a reaction of like, I've just been given the answer to the universe. I have to write this down. And in that moment, it wasn't in my head. I could hear it outside of my head, a voice over here saying, she's remembering. And then one over here saying, make her forget. And then I forgot what I was going to write down. It was completely gone. So I had this guest staying at my place and I was so like, wow, that wasn't really a dream. That was, that felt really real. And I happened to be telling this guest about it 
the next day. And um, when I described them, she was like, oh, those sound like the Pleiadians. And I'd never heard of that. I don't know any of, of I was never into any of that stuff. Uh, not at that time. And I was like, what's that? And she was like, well, they're a starseed family. Look them up. And she spelled it for me. And I looked them up and I was like, wow, that's what they, they had seed like. So I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I'd never even heard of this. And then when I learned about it, the uh, Pleiades Play, star constellation was, I guess it's like right above house, um, even here where I live as well. So I was, you know, I kind of paid more attention to that and I thought that was really cool. So that was an interesting experience. This was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to the confessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today.